Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome to another episode of the Nintendo PowerCast, where we're going to be taking a look at the history of Nintendo, and this time we're going to be diving into Metroid Prime. Now, before we get started, I want to let you know about my unofficial and unauthorized History of Mario Kart book that you can pre-order right now at n64josh.com slash Mario Kart Guide, and it's also coming with my Mario Kart guide. There will be a link in the description. And if you're seeing this after the book is released, that link will still take you to the book. So let's jump in to Metroid Prime. Metroid Prime is an action adventure game that revolutionized the Metroid franchise by bringing it into a new era of 3D graphics and first person perspective. Developed by Retro Studios and published by Nintendo for GameCube, the game was released in North America in November of 2002, and the following year in Japan and Europe. The game, alongside Metroid Fusion for Game Boy Advance, marked the return of the Metroid series after an eight-year hiatus following Super Metroid in 1994. The game takes place between the original Metroid and Metroid 2 Return of Samus. Players take control of the iconic bounty hunter Samus Aran, who must battle the space pirates and their biological experiments on the planet Talon 4. As a result of the collaboration between Retro Studios in Austin, Texas and Japanese Nintendo employees, Including producers Shigeru Miyamoto and Kensuke Tanabe, Metroid Prime was a remarkable fusion of Western and Japanese game design. Miyamoto suggested the project after visiting Retro's headquarters in 2000. 
The game's focus on exploration over combat led Nintendo to describe it as a first-person adventure rather than a first-person shooter. This approach resulted in an immersive and engaging experience that set a new standard for the action-adventure genre. Metroid Prime was an instant classic, receiving universal acclaim from critics and gamers alike. It sold more than 2.8 million copies worldwide and won several Game of the Year awards. To this day, it is widely regarded as one of the greatest games of all time, remaining one of the highest rated games on Metacritic. Following the success of Metroid Prime, two sequels were released, Metroid Prime 2, Echoes, in 2004, and Metroid Prime 3, Corruption, in 2007. In 2017, Metroid Prime 4 was announced and is still in development. Recently, in 2023, a high-definition remastered version of the game was released for the Nintendo Switch, allowing a new generation of gamers to experience the timeless adventure of Samus Aran in the prime of her career. Metroid Prime's gameplay is a unique blend of exploration, puzzle solving, and combat, all from a first-person perspective. Players take control of Samus Aran as she navigates the treacherous world of Talon 4, searching for 12 Chozo artifacts that will unlock the path to the Phazon Meteor Impact Crater. As players explore, they must solve puzzles to reveal secrets and gain access to new areas, which often involves platform jumping and using Samus' iconic Morph Ball mode. The game's lock-on mechanism allows players to circle strafe enemies while staying locked onto them, which is essential for the game's challenging combat encounters. Samus must collect power-ups throughout her journey, including the various suit, which protects her armor from high temperatures, allowing her to enter previously inaccessible areas. These power-ups must be collected in a specific order, and players must defeat bosses to earn some of them. The game's heads-up display, which simulates the inside of Samus' helmet, features various tools to help players navigate and fight their way through the game's hazards. The display can be altered by exchanging visors, including thermal imaging, x-ray vision, and a scanner that can search for enemies' weaknesses and interact with mechanisms such as force fields and elevators. Players are incentivized to explore the game's vast world to find upgrades such as missile expansions and extra health, which are essential to taking on the game's challenging boss fights. Metroid Prime also introduces a hint system that provides players with clues about ways to progress through the game, which can be helpful for those who might get stuck in certain areas. Players can also connect Metroid Prime with Metroid Fusion using a GameCube Game Boy Advance link cable to unlock the cosmetic use of the Fusion suit that Samus wears in Metroid Fusion, and the ability to play the original Metroid game. This feature adds an extra layer of depth to the game, encouraging players to explore beyond the core gameplay. Metroid Prime features an extensive array of items that players must find and collect throughout the game to improve Samus's arsenal and suit. These include powerful weapons, armor upgrades for Samus's power suit, and items that grant abilities that are essential for traversing Talon 4's treacherous landscape. The Morph Ball is one of the key abilities that players must acquire, as it allows Samus to compress herself into a ball and roll into narrow passages and drop energy bombs, providing a means to access new areas. Another critical item is the Grapple Beam, which works by latching onto special hooks called Grapple Points, allowing Samus to swing across gaps that would otherwise be impassable. 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The game's beam weapons are unique in that they do not have the stacking ability found in earlier games in the series. Instead, players must cycle through the four beam weapons, each with their charge combos that have radically different effects. Other upgrades include boots that allow Samus to double jump and a spider ball upgrade that enables her to climb magnetic rails. Metroid Prime also features several items from previous games in the series that have altered functions. The game rewards players who collect a high percentage of items and scan visor logs with unlockable art galleries and different endings. The game's narrative addresses the reason why Samus does not start with all the power-ups acquired in previous games. The game begins with Samus already having some upgrades, including the various suit, missiles, and grapple beam. However, Samus loses these upgrades during an explosion on the space pirate frigate Orpheon. The producer stated that this was a way to give players different things to do and to learn the function of these items before settling in to the core gameplay. Overall, Metroid Prime's extensive array of items and upgrades is an integral part of the game's immersive world and gameplay providing a rewarding sense of progression and an incentive for players to explore every nook and cranny of the game's vast world. Metroid Prime features an extensive and immersive storyline, a significant departure from the previous games in the Metroid series. Retro Studios wrote the game's narrative, which features short cutscenes before critical battles and a scanner in the heads-up display that extracts backstory-related information from objects. The game is set on the planet Talon IV, which was formerly inhabited by the Chozo race. Five decades ago, a meteor impacted Talon IV, contaminating the planet with a corruptive and mutagenic substance called Phazon. The impact also brought with it a creature known to the Chozo as the Worm. The Chozo race eventually fell, but a large containment field emitter in the artifact temple in the Talon overworld area was built as a seal to the meteor's energies and influence within the crater where it landed. The space pirates seek to disable or bypass the containment field emitter to gain better access to extract the Phazon. The field is controlled by 12 Chozo artifacts that are scattered around the planet, which Samus must collect to unlock the path to the Phazon Meteor Impact Crater. The narrative in the Prime Trilogy takes place between the events of Metroid and Metroid 2, providing a valuable addition to the series lore. The game's storyline is integral to its immersive world-building, providing a sense of purpose and urgency to Samus' journey and establishing a clear connection between the game's world and its characters. 
Samus Aran receives a distress signal from the space pirate frigate Orpheon, whose crew has been brutally slaughtered by the pirate's own genetically modified experimental subjects. At the heart of the ship, she confronts the Parasite Queen, a giant version of the tiny parasites aboard the ship. After an intense battle, the Parasite Queen is defeated and falls into the ship's reactor core, causing the ship to self-destruct. As Samus tries to flee the frigate, she encounters a cybernetic version of Ridley, the space pirate's notorious leader. An explosion during her escape damages Samus's suit, causing some of her abilities to malfunction. Samus escapes to the frigate and pursues Ridley and her gunship towards the nearby planet Talon IV. After landing in the Talon overworld, Samus begins to explore the surrounding areas of Talon IV. She discovers the Chozo ruins, the remains of the Chozo civilization, and learns that the Chozo on the planet were killed by something referred to as the Great Poison, which is designated as Phazon by the space pirates. This poisonous substance originated from a meteor that impacted the planet many years ago. As she explores the ruins, Samus regains her lost abilities, including the Morph Ball and the Various Suit, and sets off to find Ridley. Samus journeys through the Magmore Caverns, a series of magma-filled tubes used by the space pirates as a source of geothermal power. She then travels to the Fendrana Drifts, a cold, mountainous location that houses an ancient Chozo ruin, and space pirates' research labs used to study the Metroids. After obtaining new abilities, Samus explores the wreckage of the crashed Orpheon and then infiltrates the Phazon Mines, where she learns the outcome of the Phazon Experimentation Project, including the existence of the Metroid Prime, a creature that had come to Talon IV with the Meteor. Advancing deeper into the mines, Samus fights her way through the Phazon-enhanced space pirates and obtains the Phazon suit after defeating the monstrous Omega Pirate. Samus discovers the artifact temple that the Chozo built to contain the Metroid Prime and stop the Phazon from spreading over the planet. To gain access to the Meteor's impact crater, Samus must collect and unite 12 Chozo artifacts. As she returns to the temple with the artifacts, Meta Ridley reappears and attacks her. After an intense battle, Samus defeats Ridley and enters the impact crater, where she finally encounters the Metroid Prime. After an epic battle, Samus emerges victorious, but the Metroid Prime absorbs her Phazon suit and explodes. Samus escapes the collapsing crater and leaves Talon IV in her ship. If the player completes the game with all the items obtained, Metroid Prime reconstructs itself into a body resembling Samus, leaving the players with an eerie twist ending. Nintendo originally did not develop a Metroid game for the Nintendo 64 due to the lack of concrete ideas. And Metroid co-creator Yoshio Sakamoto had trouble imagining how the Nintendo 64 controller could be used to control Samus. Nintendo approached another company to develop a game for the console, but the offer was declined as developers thought they could not surpass the quality of Super Metroid. Metroid Prime was a collaborative effort between Retro Studios, Nintendo EAD, and R&D 1. Retro Studios was established in 1998 as a partnership between Nintendo and Jeff Spangenberg, founder of Iguana Entertainment. 
The studio was created to produce games for GameCube that would cater to a mature audience. After setting up its offices in Austin, Texas, Retro Studios worked on four GameCube projects. In 2000, Nintendo visited Retro and suggested a new Metroid game after seeing the company's prototype first-person shooter engine. During the last nine months of development, Retro staff worked 80 to 100-hour weeks to meet Nintendo's deadline. Nintendo handled the music while Retro Studios worked on the art and engineering. Both teams collaborated on the game's overall design. The development process involved communication between the Japanese crew, including producers Shigeru Miyamoto, Kensuke Tanabe, Kenji Miki, and Metroid co-creator Yoshio Sakamoto, and Retro Studios, through email, telephone conferences, and personal meetings. The game was originally planned to use a third-person perspective, but after Miyamoto intervened, the game was changed to a first-person perspective. The change was prompted by camera problems that Rare experienced while developing Jet Force Gemini for the Nintendo 64. Retro Studios then shifted its focus from making a traditional first-person shooter to creating a fun Metroid game with exploration as the primary focus. The development team wanted to ensure that players would not be afraid to explore, so they designed the game to have only the difficult parts be boss battles. The game was designed to have platform jumping that was approachable for the players with shooting as a secondary consideration. The storyline was developed by Retro Studios under the supervision of Yoshio Sakamoto, who ensured that the ideas were consistent with previous games in the series. Metroid Prime was first revealed to the public in 2000 with a 10-second video at Space World, and Retro Studios confirmed its involvement with the game in the job application part of its website in November of the same year. Nintendo confirmed the game in February 2001 and announced that despite the first-person perspective, Metroid Prime would be a first-person adventure instead of a first-person shooter due to its emphasis on exploration. The game was showcased at E3 2001 in May, with the title confirmed as Metroid Prime. The music for Metroid Prime was composed by Kenji Yamaoto, with the assistance of Kuchi Kayuma. Yamaoto wanted to incorporate tracks from previous games in the series as a tribute to longtime fans. The soundtrack features new arrangements of the classic Metroid themes, such as the Brinstar theme heard in the Talon Overworld area, and the new version of the Lower Norfair music from Super Metroid heard in the Magmore Caverns. The music played during the fight with Meta Ridley is a fast-paced rendition of the boss music from Super Metroid, which has become a reoccurring theme in the series. Initially, Tommy Tallarico Studios provided sound effects for the game, but their work was not deemed satisfactory by Shigeru Miyamoto for an extended presentation at Space World 2001. The development team subsequently replaced the sound effects with their own designs. The game supports Dolby ProLogic 2 setups and can be played in surround sound. A soundtrack album called Metroid Prime and Fusion Original Soundtracks was released by Citron on June 18, 2003, featuring music from both Metroid Prime and its Game Boy Advance counterpart, Metroid Fusion. Metroid Prime was a commercial success, becoming one of the best-selling games on GameCube. 
It sold 250,000 copies in the first week of its release in North America and was the second best-selling game of November 2002, behind Grand Theft Auto Vice City. As of July 2006, the game had sold over 1.49 million copies in the U.S. alone, earning more than $50 million. It was also the eighth best-selling GameCube game in Australia and sold 2.84 million copies worldwide, becoming the best-selling Metroid game until the release of Metroid Dread in 2022. Metroid Prime received critical acclaim, with Electronic Gaming Monthly awarding it a perfect score and numerous publications naming it their game of the year. The game was praised for its graphics, special effects, level design, immersive atmosphere, and intuitive gameplay centered on exploration. However, criticisms included the control scheme's lack of focus on the story and repetitive backtracking. Metroid Prime has appeared on several lists of the best games, ranking 23rd in IGN's Top 100, 29th in a 100-game list chosen by GameFAQs users, and 18th in Nintendo Power's 2009 list of greatest Nintendo games. It was also named the best GameCube game by IGN and ranked third in a similar list by GameSpy. Additionally, Wired named Metroid Prime the 10th most influential game of the decade for popularizing exploration, puzzle solving, platforming, and story among first-person shooters. The game also became popular among players for speedrunning with specialized communities formed to share speedruns. Metroid Prime was followed by two sequels, Metroid Prime 2 Echoes in 2004 on the GameCube and Metroid Prime 3 Corruption on the Wii. These were later re-released on the Wii as part of the new Play Control series in Japan as part of the Wii compilation Metroid Prime Trilogy in 2009. In addition, there have been spin-off titles for handheld consoles including Metroid Prime Pinball in 2005 and Metroid Prime Hunters in 2006 for the Nintendo DS. Metroid Prime Federation Force 2016 was released for the Nintendo 3DS. In 2017, Nintendo announced Metroid Prime 4 for the Nintendo Switch, which was initially developed by Bandai Namco Studios, but later in January 2019, Nintendo announced that development had restarted under Retro. Metroid Prime has had an impact beyond its own series, with elements of the game appearing in other games such as Super Smash Bros. The gameplay and heads-up display of Metroid Prime have been compared to first-person shooters such as Geist and Star Wars Republic Commando. A demo of a 2D fan game based on Metroid Prime was released in April of 2021, but development was forced to end in August of 2021. Here are some random facts about Metroid Prime. The original Metroid theme was arranged to blend with the newly composed Metroid Prime music to create the distinct Metroid Prime universe, according to Kenji Yamaoto. The size of the save data for Prime is under 60 bytes due to extensive use of world layers. Saving the game requires two NTSC to three PAL blocks of memory on the GameCube's memory card. For quality assurance, Retro Studios licensed Mantis, a PHP-based bug tracker. Producers would enter bug reports and work with Nintendo of America product testing department. 
in development builds of Prime, programmers had frames per second and a locks per frame counters in the top left corner of the screen. Assets were stored in a shared folder, which caused a problem when a designer accidentally moved Samus folder into another one, making her disappear until it was found again. The game's logo was designed by Jim Warnell. It uses impact font for Prime, but he could not recall the font Metroid was in. Mike Wicken likened programming the game to a Rube Goldberg machine since every small action had a chain reaction. For instance, collecting the ice beam or ice spreader would set off dozens and dozens of switches and change room states. Prime can only load two rooms at a time, the one the player is in and the one they are going to. As such, in rooms with multiple exits, only one door can be opened at a time. According to the unused narration that was partially remixed as a track in Super Smash Bros. Brawl, the events of the game were intended to take place 10 years after the events of the original Metroid. However, in the released Metroid Prime Trilogy art book, it is instead stated that the events of this game take place three years later. This Further contradicted by the later universe trailer of Metroid Samus Returns, which states that it takes place less than a year after Metroid Zero Mission. Kraid, a boss from Metroid and Super Metroid, was intended to make an appearance in Prime, and designer Gene Kolar modeled and skinned him for that purpose. However, time constraints prevented him from being included in the final version of the game. The Phazon suit in the original GameCube version of the game is not counted as an item until every other item. This includes every single expansion in the game and all suit power-ups is collected in the game. Though the beta model displays him inside the Phazon mines, Kohler says he was not replaced by the Omega Pirate. A Ripper model and behavior also exists within the data and can be replaced the glider via hacking and the screw attack and the speed booster were intended to appear in the game but were scrapped prime metroid other m metroid prime federation force and metroid dread are the only games where samus does not remove her entire power suit in the ending Prime is also the only game in the series to show Samus being unmasked regardless of the final ending, since even in the worst ending, she is seen removing her helmet briefly before the credits roll. The concept of an extraterrestrial meteor crashing into another planet and slowly corrupting it and its inhabitants is similar to the horror writer H.P. Lovecraft's short story, The Color Out of Space. In Glacier 1, there is a Metroid named Hunter Metroid DS, which has been taken as a perhaps prophetic reference to Metroid Prime Hunters. The game's engine limit to the percentage completion is 13,336%. During a Nintendo presentation on February 8th, 2023, Nintendo announced the release of Metroid Prime Remastered for the Nintendo Switch, a high-definition version of the original game. The remaster developed by Retro Studios with assistance from other developers, including Iron Galaxy Studios, features updated visuals, control schemes, and new unlockable art. The game was released originally on the same day 
day as the announcement, with a physical release following on February 22nd in North America and March 3rd in Europe and Japan. According to Metacritic, Metroid Prime Remastered received universal acclaim, with the critics praising the game's improvements and Retro Studios' ability to pay homage to the original while bringing it up to modern standards. However, the game was criticized for not crediting the developers of previous versions of Metroid Prime by name, instead crediting the original Nintendo GameCube and Wii versions development staff. In conclusion, Metroid Prime remains a beloved and influential game in the Metroid series and the wider world of gaming. It's a successful transition from a 2D franchise into a 3D space. Immersive atmosphere and focus on exploration have helped establish it as one of the best games of all time. The game's success led to several sequels and spin-offs. Its influence can still be seen in modern games. The recent release of Metroid Prime Remastered is a testament to the game's enduring legacy and its continued relevance in the gaming industry. As the Metroid franchise continues to evolve, it's clear that Metroid Prime will always be remembered as a true classic. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of the Nintendo Powercast, where we take a trip down memory lane, looking at Nintendo's history and the history of Metroid Prime. And we will see you in the next one. Bye now.